It's Time for New Wine, hosted by Father Timothy Foy and produced by Cassock Media. Father Foy is the sort of homilist you'd love to have in your parish. With a mixture of logic, reason, and humor, Father Foy knows how to get the Catholic Church's teachings across to the common man in a way everybody can enjoy. Now here's Father Foy. It is great to see all of you here this evening. It's such a dreary week. It postponed the polka. It's just... It's good to see you guys here. It's a great thing. You know, and I was watching on, on YouTube, there's a, there's a speaker who I've, I've seen a couple of his videos. He's an evangelical pastor, Francis Chan, and um, I didn't have, I couldn't, I didn't have the time to go and get, he had like this rubber foot. So I couldn't get a rubber foot, but I get the next best thing. I printed off a foot. Hopefully you can see it. And he had this, he's holding up this rubber foot, though. He's, and he's basically, he says, do you ever see yourself... In this way. Yeah, he's asking you if you see yourself as a foot. And so I'll ask the same question. I think most of us, we would say, no. No, I'm, I'm sane, Father. I don't think of myself as a foot. That, but basically, he would say, you know, basic, you know, none of us will come to Mass and be thinking of ourselves this way. Because we have two feet, you know, and uh, we're not just our feet. We have a soul. We have other members of our body and all that, you know. But with regards to your membership in our parish, St. John's, you actually may be a spiritual foot, you know, or a spiritual eye or a spiritual ear. You know, for example, uh, maybe you help when you get to all the different functions of St. John's. You're always assisting and moving things around. You know, maybe you're kind of like the foot in that matter. Or maybe you've always got your ear to the to kind of what's happening at the moment. You know, you kind of tip people off to what's going on around. Or maybe you're kind of looking towards the future kind of seeing the hope. You're providing sort of the hopeful news of what's going on perhaps for our parish in other ways. You know, there's just a few little examples I could think of, but truly, you know, we come together. And while maybe during the week, we especially don't utilize very much of that kind of spiritual membership, whether we're a foot of, of our parish or an eye or an ear, when we come together this evening, and tomorrow, you know, we're joined together, united with all these other members in the Mass. And we're made for this role, and when we come together in the parish, we really are taking that on, you know, and we become something more than ourselves. More than just a, a, you know, a gaggle of people. We become truly what God has made us to be here at Mass, most fully, the temple, composed of His sons and daughters. He wants to dwell within us, within this spiritual entity of His body. Of course, the unity of the body of Christ always been threatened. So St. Paul, in the very letter we heard from, heard from Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, he says that if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? You know, and so it is interesting. Actually, this probably isn't many of us most of the time, but sometimes you can get an inflated idea even. Maybe we can get a distortion of how, how significant we are. So, you know, for example, we're singing the opening hymn, you know, and I'm, we're already kind of like going into things, and you can't walk in the doors, and you're like, okay, stop, everybody. Now that I'm here, now we can start praising God. That'd be a little ridiculous. You know, it'd be kind of, I don't think we would ever do that, but we might have, sometimes we get some distorted ideas of how important we could be. You know, but much more important, or much more significant, probably across the other end of the spectrum, is we get disenfranchised. You know, um, many people are not here 
because they were so disenfranchised, they just left the practice of our faith. Other people, maybe, you know, again, more often perhaps, uh, we just, we might just not see that it's in, we're valuable, that we're significant. And so mass doesn't become the priority anymore. And we kind of make it when we can. It's kind of hit and miss. We kind of fail to realize how glad people are to have us here. I mean, I, for one, it's just, you, it's just amazing to have a, a big crowd like you Rather than just having like a, a Tuesday morning, you know, 15, you know, 15 kind of, well, Tuesday morning's pretty big, it's a school mass, but, you know, a Monday morning kind of thing where it's like 10 people, it's, it's wonderful to have you here, but you might not realize how gladdened the, the body of Christ is by your presence and how much the church suffers when you're not here. You know, we can make it with a, without like one person being here, but we're not all that we're supposed to be. Now, even though the body of Christ is spiritual, of course, it has a form. It's the form of a human body. It's the, it's the body of Christ. You know, united of all the saints. Because it's a human body, of course, it's going to have, it's going to have sort of the form of even having a vertebrae, even having a backbone. And when you kind of mention that, I mention that because it has to have some kind of consistent structure. It has to have some kind of rules. We know there's different rules that we abide by as Catholics. Otherwise, you won't have a consistent message. We won't really project the image of Christ to other people in the world in a consistent way. You know, um, I think when things are more important, they're more interesting. I imagine that's the case for most of us. That you know, for example, I'd rather go to a, the Super Bowl game, never have, but I'd be rather go to the Super Bowl game than if somebody said, "Would you like to go to like a preseason football game?" I wouldn't be nearly as excited. You know, I'd rather I'd rather go out to some you know someone invited me to a, a really nice dinner, either at home, their home, and they cooked themselves, or at a nice restaurant. That'd be mean a lot more to me than just if they offered me a snack. You know, it wouldn't be that nearly as significant. When things are more important, they're more protected. So a nice restaurant, they're gonna they're gonna have a security system to kind of protect protect their investment. You know, at the Super Bowl especially, way more security even than other NFL events because it's such a high profile thing. It's a target. You know, the mass is the highest kind of event we could possibly participate in, which makes it a spiritual target. And so there are actually there's actually a warning. In scripture about the mass. Now I'm about to mention this. You, you may, may have, you have never heard this before. But when I hear, I kind of tell you the wording about mass. I don't want you to take it the wrong way. If it seems like, whoa, that's news to me, and you know, I never thought about it like that before, and it maybe seems to apply to you, and, and maybe I just, I would think of it as not like something cold and demanding. Think of it as like, yeah, God is my lover because it's so important. He wants the most out of me. But anyway, Saint Paul in the same letter, Corinthians, First Corinthians, he says, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, will be guilty of profaning the body and blood of the Let a man examine himself, and so eat the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body, eats and drinks judgment upon himself. This is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died. Now, I don't think many people here have either died or gotten like physically ill or weak because they haven't really known this or haven't really thought about the status of their soul with regards to Mass. But I will say this, when we kind of, you know, when we just don't realize or consider our state of state of soul, we take the Eucharist to be less than what it's supposed to be. And in terms of our spiritual life, our spiritual health, that certainly could suffer. We might need a new injection of life. You know, when St. Paul takes it seriously enough that he never speaks of anything else like this, he never gives any other kind of warning, you know, in the words of Francis Chan, this this pastor, he says, you know, St. Paul never says, you know, if you have bad thoughts or something like that, you know, you could become ill or weak or you know, that's why you, some of you have died. 
But he warns us, Paul does, to consider our sins to be healed and before we partake of the Eucharist. To protect our souls from welcoming Christ unprepared. We see the Eucharist, we see it as Jesus Christ himself. It's God with us. It should compel us to seek forgiveness. And I would say what's interesting about that whole thing with regards to our parish is our parish, you know, every parish has some spirituality. Ours is spirituality of St. John the Baptist. He's the guy in our gospel. He's the guy who's supposed to proclaim before anybody else, this is the Son of God. And how does he do it? He does it because, you know, he says, this man takes away the sins of the world. He's the Lamb of God. And if we, realizing, you know, with that understanding, oh, this is important, this is just a mass, I need to take this seriously. What It can fuel us to receive the mercy that enables us to actually proclaim the good news. That I had sin, I recognize it, he took it away. He's here for you. You know, that's, that's the amazing gospel. It's the amazing, beautiful thing that, in particular, you know, that John the Baptist has a foremost role in doing. You know, and to me, I was just blown away because a lot of the ideas I'm sharing with you came from Francis Chan, not a Catholic, an evangelical who is just kind of this, this just sort of popping open to him. And he's, he's like, I never knew that. This is the body and blood that really is, the body and blood of our Lord. And he's really trying to get that, and it's just amazing, because there's something kind of happening around the world. If Francis Chan is kind of picking this up, there's an awakening, frankly, in more places than you realize. Let us then be united in our prayer and in you know the holiest communions that we can, we can make and receive from the altar and spread the word that God has come into our lives. And then we this has been New Wine with Father Timothy Foy. If you've enjoyed what Father had to say, please write a review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And remember to tune in tomorrow for the next episode of New Wine.